paid it all All to him I owe Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson and I would like you to join me from here at Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas as I minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. My heavenly Father, I thank you. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto you. We ask for a spirit of grace on this meeting, and we ask that we only see Jesus. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. This is a women's meeting. We come together, and we come together with 1 Peter 3, 1 through 6, talking about women. Let's run through that real quick just so we have it. We haven't read it in a while. It says, Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they may without the word, without the word, be won by the conversation, the behavior of the wife. You don't have to preach. You just have to walk it. For they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. Whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting of the hair or wearing of gold or putting on of apparel. But let it be the hidden man of the heart. And that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. That meek and quiet spirit that we walk in until we run into the devil. And then we're not meek and quiet anymore. We become uniformed warriors with a sword and with a shield and with a helmet and with sandals and girded. Now, let us go to John 10:35. We're going to need this verse today. Jesus speaking. Verse 34, is it not written in your law, I said you are gods? Verse 35, if he called them gods, unto whom the word of God came. And here's what we're after, and the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be broken. There are days when you have no feelings. There are days when you have nothing but dark clouds and trouble. There are days when it looks bad. But the word of God cannot be broken. And you can hang on to that word like you hang on to the horns of the altar that they did in the Old Testament. You can hang on to them and they will. They will get you through. Thank God for the word of God. It is truth and it won't break and it'll hold and it'll fix any situation. And with that, we're going to go back to chapter 10, the same chapter, and we're going to start in verse 1. I was having lunch this week with a friend, and we were just having a conversation. Every once in a great while, we get together. And she made a comment, just a comment. And I remember when she said it, my spiritual ears perked up, and God started talking. And so we're going to look at this today. Chapter 10, verse 1. This is Jesus speaking. This is our Messiah. This is our Savior speaking. And I have mentioned this often, almost every meeting. But now we're going to look at it. 
Verse 1, verily, verily, I say unto you, and Jesus is saying here, verily, verily, he's saying pay attention to this. That's what verily, verily means, pay attention. This is important. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. We talked about the shepherd. The shepherd of the sheep. Verse 3, to him the porter openeth. And here is the first point I want to look at. To him the porter openeth. The porter is the guy that's in charge of the door. And here the porter openeth to what? To the shepherd. He opens the door to the shepherd. And the only way in is through the door. He says here, anybody else is a thief and a robber. But if you go through the door, the shepherd. This is what happens, verse 3. To him the porter openeth, and look at this, and the sheep. The sheep hear his voice. The sheep hear his voice. I want you to go down to verse 27. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. Do you know that the word of God cannot be broken? Do you know that that is a promise? That is a promise. My sheep hear my voice. If you are a sheep, you can hear the voice of Jesus. My sheep hear my voice. Let's take a look at this for a little bit. Verse 3. The sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. They follow him. Why? Because they know his voice. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. My sheep hear my voice. And Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door of the sheep. I am the door. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. Verse 9, I am the door. I am the door. By me, if any, any man, and that includes women, if any man enter in by that door, enter in by Jesus, if any man enter in, any man, he shall be saved. He shall be saved. If any man enters by the door, and that door is Jesus. Turn with me to Romans 10, verse 9. It says, If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. There's how you enter in through the door of the sheep. If thou shalt confess with your mouth, in other words, you're going to have to open it. Confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. What does that mean? Jesus, be Lord of my life. Be Lord. Take over. I think there's a song, Jesus, take the wheel. Take over my life. Be Lord of my life and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shall be saved. 
thou shalt be saved. Go back to John 10. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, any man, get that any man enter in, any man. And that means any man. That means any woman. There is no one, no one that is left out of any. No one. It does not matter your background. It does not matter your color. It doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter your ethnicity. Any man goes through that door. But I was born a Muslim. doesn't matter any man that goes through that door. I was born a Hindu. Any man that will go through that door, he shall be saved. Any man. And you know what that word saved means? That is our beloved word, sozo. It is sozo here and it's sozo in Romans. Sozo, the word saved. But the word saved, sozo, means so much more than just a guarantee you don't go to hell. Although that's nice. That's real nice. Being saved means you have eternal life with Jesus. But it also means your safety. It also means your welfare. It also means your health. It also means to rescue you from destruction. That's what sozo means. Rescue you from destruction. Did you know that Jesus loved you enough that he came to save you? Do you know that if you are bound by drugs, he can rescue you from that destruction? Do you know if you're bound with alcohol, he can rescue you from that destruction? Do you know if you've got voices in your head telling you to kill yourself, Jesus can rescue you from that destruction? That is the length and the depth of saved if any man will enter through that door he shall be saved turn with me to ezekiel 34 ezekiel 34 has some wonderful scriptures about that shepherd that door of the sheep that jesus our messiah our savior our friend verse 15 i will feed my flock if any man go through that door he shall be saved and i will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord God. I will seek that which was lost. Isn't that beautiful? I will seek that which was lost. If you are out there wondering, does God even know I exist? Open your mouth. He will seek that which was lost. He goes after you. What does it say in Matthew? If he had a hundred sheep, and 99 are fine, but one goes wandering off. He leaves the 99, and he goes and finds that one sheep. Why? Because that one sheep needs saved. And he will leave the 90 and 9, and he'll come and get you. He will come and find you. Open your mouth and start bleeding now, I want to read this. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down. 16, I will seek that which was lost and bring again that which was driven away. Driven away. Driven away. You know, there are spirits that drive us away from God. 
not from church, from God. There are spirits that will drive you away. And Jesus, this shepherd, will bring again that which was driven away. And will look at this. And will bind them up which are broken. Bind them up which are broken. Oh, there is a thought that you cannot go to God until you get yourself in order. We say, I can't go to God until I get my act together. That is not written in the word of God. That's when you go. Jesus, right here, the shepherd, will bind up that which is broken. The broken heart we know he came to fix. The broken lives he came to fix. That's what the shepherd does. It says right here, he'll fix that which is broken. He will fix that broken family. He will fix that broken family. I've seen it. And it says he will strengthen that which was sick. He'll strengthen that which is sick. We don't have to feel condemned that we're sick. We get it fixed. I love it. The first time that the Lord had me say, he will fix you. I thought that's not in the word, but it is. He will bind up that which is broken. He will strengthen that which is sick. He will fix you. That's his job. The shepherd will fix us. And it says, but I will destroy the fat and the strong, and I will feed them with judgment. And we know that judgment in our case is nothing but good. Judgment is nothing but bringing to us what God has done for us, what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Now let's go back to John 10. I'm going to go back to verse 3. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. Verse 27, my sheep. Hear my voice. I remember when I got out of college. I graduated in 1980 from the University of Akron. They told me before I graduated, I graduated with a Bachelor of Science of Education. I was an elementary teacher. I was with a reading specialization. They told us before we graduated, look, folks, the teaching market in Ohio is bad. They said, if you get a job, you are one of the lucky ones. That there are no teaching jobs in Ohio at that time. There was just no money in Ohio. Nobody that had a teaching job was going to leave it. They were going to keep it because there weren't any jobs. And they told us your best bet would be to stay in school and get a master's degree, and then you're worth more. What they didn't tell you was school wasn't going to hire anybody with a master's degree because you have to pay them more. And schools didn't have any money. So they didn't want to pay the master's degree. They wanted to pay somebody that didn't, but there were no jobs. I remember the sheep, my sheep hear my voice. If you are born again, you hear the shepherd's voice. I was asked to interview at a private Christian school. I went to the interview. It was at an assembly of God's church. They had a high school and they had a junior high and they had an elementary and they asked me to come interview. So I went, I mean, interview. If you got to interview, you felt blessed. So I went to the interview, and they interviewed me. And at the end of the interview, I think it was the next morning, they called me, and I said, we want you. I thought, you know, this is wonderful. But there was a voice. There was a voice in me that said, don't take it. And I remember the, the fight between the head 
and the voice. The voice of Jesus is down here. The shepherd's voice is in your spirit. It's in your soul. It's not up here. It's down here in the heart. Jesus speaks in the heart. And my heart was saying, don't take the job. And my head's thinking, what is your heart saying? It's crazy. Why would you turn down a job when nobody else is getting them? My classmates weren't getting jobs. And this voice is saying, don't take it. And there was a fight going on because my head thought you were crazy. I said, who trying to be a Christian would not want to be a teacher in a Christian school? I mean, that's like brownie points with God. But the voice was saying, don't take it. There is another job for you. Do you know I listened to the heart? I listened to that voice. And I turned down the job. That was in the end of July. School started in Ohio the day after Labor Day. I went through almost the month of August. The month of August, no job. And I hear this voice saying, there's a job for you. There is a job for you. I think it was a week before school started, I got a phone call to come in for an interview at a school that was south of where I grew up, one of the smallest school districts in the state. In fact, there were more cows per capita in this district than there were students. But I went in for the interview. They told me there was 300 people interviewing for this position. 300. I didn't feel that special. But guess what? I got the job four days before school started. What happened was the very last minute, somebody decided to retire. And that opened the position up. And they needed a reading teacher. The voice. My sheep hear my voice. Now let's go on. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. He calleth his own sheep by name. You know, Jesus calls me Kathy. The Father calls me Kathy. He does not call me prophetess Kathy. He does not call me wonderful, exuberant, faithful servant of God. No, he calls me Kathy. Calls them by his own sheep by name. And look, he leadeth them out. He leadeth them out. And he putteth forth his own sheep. Verse 4. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, look at this. He goeth before them. He goeth before them. Your shepherd goes before you. He doesn't come after you. He doesn't push you. He goes before you. Oh, is that wonderful to know. That is a promise. The word of God cannot be broken. He goes before you. Wherever God leads you, wherever Jesus, your shepherd, leads you, he is going before you. I remember when I was in Frisco, I had stopped teaching. We moved down here, and I shared about me working in a grocery store. I left the grocery store. I started my own sign business in my own house. I lived in a 1,485-square-foot house with six people, a little crowded, loved each other. You just had to watch. You didn't step on anybody you know, when you were going through the rooms. My sign business, I was in my dining room. 
The computers were in the dining room, and then I did the work out in the garage. We had no garage because it was the sign business. And I worked there. And one day, one day, I remember working away, and that voice started talking again. And it says, you need to open up a storefront. In other words, take the sign business out and find a location for it. And I remember when that came up, I said, you're crazy. You are absolutely crazy. And it would come up again. And I'd be praying or worshiping, and it would come up, you need to get a storefront. That voice, that voice. And I remember saying, I bind you, Satan, I bind you. That's nothing but pride. Nothing but pride. That's what you want. You just want to be, you just want a storefront in front of everybody. You know, you just stay right here in your dining room. You're doing just fine. I mean, this was a fight for a couple months. And then, and then it got to the point, I said, that is crazy. You have two young children. I think my third child was four and my, and the other one underneath him was like two and a half, almost three years old. So I had those two. I said, nobody in their right mind would open up a storefront when they got two babies. Two little kids. I said, you're crazy. I bind you, Satan. I bind this pride. I bind this pride. And that voice kept talking. That voice kept, you need to open up a storefront. And you need to open up a storefront. And finally, I said, all right, if this is you, you do it. Because I see no way, no way this can be done. The shepherd goes before you. The shepherd goes before you. He was leading me. And when I said that, all right, I mean, I told nobody. There was no way I was, I, I wasn't going to tell my husband. He knew I was crazy. And I kept it quiet. I kept it to myself. But I said, all right, if it's you, you're going to have to work it out because this is impossible. And one day he came home and he sat down on the couch. He goes, I got to talk to you. He said, they let me go at work today. And he said, I am not sure, but I think we need to open up a storefront. The jaw dropped. I mean, I just stared at him. And I'm thinking, my God, my God, my God went before me. So we started looking. In Frisco at the time, Preston Road was just starting to get busy. They had just built the mall. I mean, I know nothing about getting a storefront. So I'm starting to ask questions and the, the square footage, when you get a storefront and you'd know this, you got to pay by the square foot and the square foot on Preston Road was $22. That's a lot of money because when a sign shop, you can't do it in the eight by eight. You need room. And I remember thinking, how is this going to be? But I already knew the voice was talking and I just need to let Jesus go before me. And he did. He went before me. And Jack said, there's a storefront downtown, one block east of City Hall. The, the business is shared. There's two sides to this building. He said, the woman in there is a well-known woman in Frisco. She's lived there for hundreds of years. I mean, she, she was there when Frisco was picking cotton. The, the building was hers. Her husband, he had died, and she owned the building. And it was up for lease. Two other sign companies tried to get that building. And she wouldn't let them have it. She didn't like them. She didn't want all that mess, she said, in the back with the truck. Two other businesses. But Jack said to me, he goes, Kathy, you need to go talk to her. The shepherd went before me. The shepherd had the building already. The shepherd went before me. I went down and met her. And she said, how did you start the sign business? And I told her point blank what God did.
how God led me, how he blessed me, and how he did that. And she looked at me and she goes, you can have it. We were there as long as I was in the business. The shepherd went before me. The sheep hears his voice. That's how we follow him. That's how we follow him. We hear the voice. There are times where you have to make sure it says in, in 1 John that you have to try the spirits whether they're of God or not. But you listen to the voice. And you let the voice go before you. Our shepherd goes before us. Our shepherd goes before us. You know what that means? You are never alone. You are never alone. Your shepherd goes before you. You are never alone. Not even in the darkest hour. What does Psalm 23 say? What does it say? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lead me beside still waters uh, and green pastures. And he says, though, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Thy rod, thy rod, the authority, and thy staff, the word of God, comfort me. Mr. Meekum had a sheep staff. It's cool. It's a long pole. Thick, uh, but a couple, I mean, it was pretty thick, about an inch and a half. Long pole is about, oh, about 10 feet long. And at the end of it, it had a crook, a little crook, a little hook. Not, a, not, a, not one that would hurt, but a crook that would go around and then had a little crook in here so it wouldn't hurt him. And you know what he used that for? Grab the sheep by the neck when the sheep was trying to go someplace they shouldn't go. That's what the crook was for. Guess what? That rod and thy staff comfort me. We are never alone. That shepherd goes before us. He goes before us. Do you want that shepherd? Do you want to have that shepherd that always goes before you to fix us? To fix us? To, to bless us? With the different places he leads us is to bless us. He leads, we will find, I think we're going to have to go over this next week to continue with this, but you will find he leads us to save us. And when we are saved, we are prosperous. And when we are saved, we are healthy. And when we are saved, our hearts are at peace. That's what it means to be saved. Welfare, peace, safety, in love, no fear. Why? Because the shepherd goes before us. Do you want him as your shepherd? Jesus said, any man, any man that goes through that door, goes through Jesus, he will save. All you have to do is like we read in Romans 10, open your mouth. If you will confess, Jesus, be Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. I believe that you were raised from the dead. Lead me. Be my shepherd. Fix me. And I ask this in your name. Amen. And he will. It's a promise. Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. 
you may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.